Hello everyone. As we are rolling into the new month of August, it's time for a new charity. For this month's charity, we have chosen the Refugee and Immigration Center for Education and Legal Services, or better known as RIASIS. With the current way our administration is treating immigration, we feel it important to donate to RIASIS because their primary focus is to help immigrants fleeing their country to find a safe haven. Not only that, but they work to hold all government officials accountable for their actions during this incredibly scary and frustrating time. If you'd like to learn more about this group, you can find more at www.raicestexas.org. Thank you. Hey friends, it's Nikki here to tell you about my new Eldritch Lord bag, Thulu. It's a super cute plush dice bag sent to us by Wayward Masquerade. There's a drawstring pouch under his tentacles to keep your dice as safe as the secrets of the universe, a loop on his back you can use to attach this adorable enigma to your game bag, and of course wings to fly straight into your heart. You can get your own bag Thulu or other plush dice hoarding friends in the creator's Etsy shop at etsy.com slash nz slash shop slash wayward masquerade. Oh, hold on, though. Is it International Ice Cream Day? Like, what the fuck is Ice Cream Day? <laughs> ice Cream Day. All right. Don't question it. <laughs> Sorry, Nikki. No, it's cool. Um, <laughs> no problem. It's national, by the way. It's national. Okay. national holiday, okay. not international. Okay. Universal. Hi, I'm Livy, and I play Isabetta, the probably evil enchantress. Hello, I'm Sarah, and I play Kishori, the Asimar paladin of Utu. Hello, I am Theron, and I play Lydia Tamarovna Barsakov, the Orcish Warlock. And I'm Nikki, the current Game Master and your guide to Fantasy Earth. Uh, okay, cool, let's try again. Hey, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for putting up with our uh, uh, summer vacation, as it were. And welcome back to Roll Like a Girl. I hear tell that Livy remembers exactly where we are last time we played, so I'm going to have <laughs> yes. her do a recap for us. Okay, so we bought, fought some bad people. Don't ask me their names. I don't know. Um, we killed a mushroom, and then we started coming back up the stairs, and we're, we're concerned about the state of the people here, because they were all just under a spell, and now we think we might have broken it, and we don't know what's going to happen. Yep. Yep. Sounds about right. Yep. Anyone else want to add on to that? I think that the people were called the boy and the priestess. Yes. <laughs> they, in fact, were Reggie and... Uh, Alphonia something. Alphonia Bean. Bean. Yep. Bean. The first daughter, Ellie Bean. <laughs> yeah. That's such a good name. Just for you, Linda. Just for you. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> moving along. Uh, cool. So you guys are coming up the stairs from the deep, dark pit recess of the city of the Night Mother, where the giant mushroom was, um, that you did burn to uh, cinders. And mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm. noticed that the quality of darkness here has changed. It seems like it's just regular darkness now, rather than the sort of thick, oppressive aura that it was before. Mega darkness. The mega darkness, or the negative, whatever you said, Yes. Um, so, as you come up into the lower levels of the city, sort of underneath where the main square was with the, the pool, you're noticing that there are people 
um, lighting lanterns, which there had not been before. And you hear um, there is some distant wailing. Um, oh no! It's not. Oh, it, no. It's not everywhere. It's not all over the place. But you do hear <laughs> some wailing, and um, there are people stumbling out of the buildings into the street, and so the streets are filling up more than they were um, through regular business that you had noticed when you'd been here before. Um. Everybody can make perception checks. Yeah, perception. 20. Whoa, Whoa. 21 with a natural 20, friends. I'm so perceptive. Okay. Um, Isabella's a little distracted, but the two of you that have dark vision um, have an easier time looking around and you see that there is a, a, a wide variety of different things happening all around you. Um, mm. There are some people who are like out in the street clutching each other and and weeping but there are some who are kind of wandering around as if they've just woken up from a dream so that that sort of half dazed hand on the wall hand on the head Mm -hmm. uh where am i sort of expressions and uh kishori you notice that there are several people just within visual range as you're coming up through the streets that look deformed in different ways Uh, you see somebody that has it looks like a whole flower has grown up out of their forehead and has taken over the entirety of their head there's somebody else whose whole like arm is is a trailing um fungal tendril oh no uh and you're you're hearing a, a, a chatter of voices above and beyond the the occasional crying and it's a um the general tone of it sounds like uh, the connection is gone. Uh, we can't feel her anymore. I can't feel you. I'm all alone. What happened? There's a whole, very much a whole continual what happened? What happened? What did we do to deserve this sort of tone to the air? Okay. That's how it be sometimes. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Uh. Mm. Does anybody so have feel... medicine? Let me see. I have meds. No. Well, I have one. Two. I don't have any proficiency in it. So. Somebody could make a... Oh, good. I rolled a one. <laughs> nice, nice. I am balanced today with a natural one, guys. Hey, I got a 21. Okay. Hey. Um, Isabetta, you have heard of... You haven't tried it yourself specifically, but you've heard of um, various kinds of... Uh, mushrooms that when they're ingested in groups make give everyone sort of like a mental and emotional connective euphoria to one another mm. and shrooms uh-huh so they just did a whole bunch of shrooms they've together. been doing shrooms <laughs> for months some of them potentially years oh jeez. and so would it I, uh, would it be safe to assume that the ones who are doing it for years, the ones who have some deformities? That's a pretty safe assumption. And you see that the majority of them that, that, uh, and as you are coming up higher into the city, walking through here, you the, um, majority of people who have some kind of deformity, they are either dragonborn or, um, Arakoa or, okay. uh, tabaxis. Those are the natives to this land, right? They're the colonists that came across from the other side. Oh. 
Interesting. The natives here are wild elves and gnomes in, in okay, okay. this continent, and the Sun State colonists are all from across the way, and they're all the animal people. Right, 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 right. So is it, that means it's possible that they came over to get away, but it's also possible that they came over driven by the need to spread mushroom plague. That's also possible. Possibly. Um, I think Kishori is going to focus uh, on going to check on Stella, who is Pocky's brother, his camel brother. His camel brother, sure. That's a good first thing, yeah. Okay. Um, And just to see where he's at and make sure he's physically okay. Uh, Roll me an intelligence check, Kishori, to make sure that you remember how to get there from here. I believe in you. Mm-hmm. Twelve. That's fine. Oh, you're pretty smart. Oh, do you have a crown on? You do. I do have a crown. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> you um, take a second to orient yourself, and it takes you a little bit of time. You have to end up going back through the um, approaching the uh, pool of tears before mm-hmm. uh, to orient yourself before you can get back up there to Stella's bathhouse. And you do notice as you guys are coming closer towards where the Pool of Tears is, there's a small mob there. Right. And you can see them. They're trying to pass out, looks like, cups of water to all these people here. Uh-huh. And, but nothing's happening. Of course. Okay. Cool, cool. None of our business. Keep walking, ladies. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm. I just made the decision to not be that complete and total asshole just yet. Well, um, well, no, I think that really the best thing that we can do is check on Stella, mm-hmm. and then fucking report back and make sure that people who have the skills required to deal with this get here because we definitely don't. <laughs> no, God, no. Okay. Um, yeah, so finding, we're looking for Stella. No problem. You can okay. get back to the bathhouse. Um, and when you get there, you notice that um, a number of lanterns have been lit in here. And there's some actually small glowing gems providing light. But all of um, Stella's workers are gone. And it's mm-hmm. just the camel who looks a little dazed, um, okay. but looks fine otherwise. I'll um I'll approach and um uh Stella Stella are you are you okay? Oh yeah. Oh, it's quiet you, now. Do you know how do you notice how quiet it is? Um well, bad trip, I, huh? Yeah, I guess. Um <laughs> listen, do you wanna go see your brother? Oh Oh, is the young man here? Mm. <laughs> you know, do you even remember meeting us? What? Do you, do you remember meeting us? The camel sort of tilts its head to the side a little bit and says, "Oh, oh yes, you're the the bright ones, of course." And it starts to push itself up to its its feet from where it's just sort of been lazing on some pillows, and um, comes up to its feet. And it's got other clothes on. I think it described Stella's wearing a hat before, also yep. wearing a little vest. And um, <laughs> has some, like, almost like barding over the uh, hump and across its backside that's, like, heavily embroidered. Got a little bit of bells going on. Um, so Stella makes noise when it moves and uh, says, 
well, yeah, I guess I'm done here. You should definitely <laughs> take me back to Poggy. Okay. Is that a is that a general disposition? Well, I mean, I guess it, we wouldn't really know, would we? If that's like his his size or his general disposition, or is that just him coming off a high? You you don't know. Hard to say. Okay. Pocky will know. Po- yeah, Pocky will know. Um. So I guess let's just let's oh let's just go yeah let's just go let's just go unless unless something happens that we have to deal with let's just go okay <laughs> so you guys are gonna because you want to get your money back right so you're gonna go back to where you left Pocky to get your money oh yeah. well we have Stella in tow um, we're I think kidnapping this- Stella <laughs> <laughs> for the um, money <laughs> that's <ours. laughs> I'll let um, Lydia lead. I'm going to follow our group behind just to make sure that we don't get separated. Okay, that seems fair. Okay. Do I need to roll something to remember how to get back? Or... Yeah, go ahead and roll an intelligence check. And Sarah, roll right. a uh, perception check. 11. 11, okay, that's not bad. 13 for perception. Okay. Um, for the most part, everyone seems like they're leaving you alone. They're all, everyone's mm-hmm. really caught up in their own uh, mess, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And um, there are some people you can see who are in clusters and they're sort of like giggling a little bit to one another. <laughs> and you think they're probably the ones who are still experiencing some like uh, residual mm-hmm. high from whatever was happening before. But for the most part, everyone just, they're talking to each other to try to figure out what's going on, but they'll let you go. It takes a little while to spiral your way up the stairs again. Mm-hmm. To get to that, especially with a camel, with the camel, who you're not sure again if they're just slow in general or if there's a real uh, problem or if they're really heckin' old. Um, <laughs> you don't know. So eventually, you get up to that central uh, square where all of, or it's really more of a round, but a square um, where all of the uh, elevator lifts are on the sides that bring them back up to the um, top level. Uh, are you drawing a camel for me? I am. Nice. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and looks more like a moose. That's uh, a okay. little bit. A little bit. Uh, and um, there are uh, four of these lifts set around um, the edge of the circle that go up to the top. Um, and you can see that there are several that are, uh, three of them are actually currently in motion and you think that they are actually bringing people down from ground level. Uh-huh. Um, so whoever was out on say guard duty or working on the construction outside, they're all coming back down to sort of see what's going on. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but there is one here that you guys can get on and start to pull yourselves back up. We do it. Yeah, we do that. Do the thing. Okay. Um, and then everybody make me a perception check as you get up to ground level. 12. Okay. 19. Nice. Sorry, I was just doing a quick check on my spell count. Four. Okay. <laughs> so perceptive. Lydia, you notice that there are um, this whole top exposed area of where the eye is and all that had been in darkness before. It, has, it looks like it's being abandoned. Um for the most part, people are going back downstairs into the city. 
but you do see some people uh, fleeing in the distance. And uh, Isabetta, you look up and you it's mm, probably mid-afternoon, so the heat's kind of oppressive right now. But you look up into the sky and you see something uh, flying in towards you at incredible speed Uh-oh. through the air. Oh, man. Um, and at first you think it's like a, a like a rock or some other giant bird or a dragon. But as it comes into view, as you guys are um, stepping off onto solid ground, you see uh, and recognize it is a, the airship that um, you saw the plans for at the party. Right. Oh. Mm. And it sort of uh, wheels around overhead and um, descends in altitude so it's probably about 150 feet above the ground and from over the side a figure holding a rope leaps off and sort of sails down in this very dramatic uh, maneuver and lands in front of the three of you hey Hi. And it is this very tall, uh, beautiful woman. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. And uh, here, I'll get, show you her picture. Please do. I'm excited. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's my wife. Hello, wifey. Um, she's like a pirate Cassandra. Yes. She is. So, uh, yeah, so she's, she's tall. She's got long, dark hair. Um actually fairly dark uh caramel colored skin and she's um dressed in you guys would say sailor's clothes basically but she's got uh a leather breastplate on and this long coat and you recognize the colors immediately as being official um protectorate army (sighs) and she stops, she like, she lets go of the rope and she, she, it looks like she's about to say something and then she stops and pulls back in and says, oh, I should have known some golden birds would be here causing trouble. <laughs> okay, weirdo. Uh, and she looks directly at Lydia and says, so you're going to tell me what's going on, Lidochka? Oh. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, so uh, you know who this is? Uh, yeah, I do. What do you say? I don't know. Give me a sec. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, it sucks being on that side of so, the story. So while you're thinking about that, and I assume that's a moment of actual complete nonplussed from Lydia as yeah. well. I mean, after I saw the ship, I guess like I probably should have expected it. But she uh, lets addresses this question to Lydia who's got this shock look on her face and then turns to um, Kishori and uh, actually her demeanor changes immediately. She has a big smile on her face and she looks Kishori over and holds a hand out uh, to you and says, "Uh, good afternoon. I'm Juliana. Who might you be? Kishori is going to, Look to Lydia, confused, <laughs> a little bit, a little conflicted, but uh, she's going to shake her hand. Um, I'm Kishori. When, when you put your hand in her, she actually grabs it forward and gives you a big bow of your hand and kisses the back of your knuckles. 
And uh, as she's doing so, she looks up and she says to you in Celestial, it's always a pleasure to see such light here in the desert. Oh my goodness. I'm so flattered. And then she releases your hand and turns to Isabetta and um, sort of has a, a, a moment here of Isabetta does not look like she belongs in this place at all. She looks like she's just some noble lady <laughs> who's wandered out into the desert. And she says, um, my lady, have, have these golden cranes rescued you? Are you all right? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> what did you just say? I'm going to uh, gesture to Stella and say, um, actually, uh, we have rescued uh this fine gentleman here oh oh forgive me i had uh i was mistaken yeah well you know what they say about assumptions so (laughs) making good impressions as always (laughs) uh so at this point i probably i think i literally have my hands like rubbing my temples and i say um okay this is my ex but i think maybe we should work together (laughs) Hey, this sounds like a familiar setup. Uh, also, by the way, it's Sarah fangirling. It is uh, Kishori might be internally fangirling, but she's just going to be the calm, cool, collected Kishori because she's also very tired and spent on spells. Um, uh, I, what was her name again? Juliana. 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 Uh, Juliana, what? Um, I. It's an airship. What are... What's the airship doing out here? Do I remember what the airship's doing out here? <laughs> I don't remember what the airship's doing out here. You either. <laughs> it's fine. Um, okay. Our Was it spies had reported that oh. the uh, the pillar of darkness had disappeared. And we made as quick a time as we could to get here. Um, thankfully, we had been patrolling the area not too far distant. Um, I don't suppose you saw a camel camp nearby, did you? Uh, let's find out if she saw a camel camp nearby. Hold on. Just a little way south from here? Oh, yeah. If they could give us a ride. <laughs> yeah, it was a really long walk. It was. It was it like a, a six-hour walk, walk or some shit. <laughs> um, she frowns and says, I did see them. Um, however, I'm afraid I might actually have to take you even further and perhaps arrest you. Uh, you are government agents of another nation nation what are you doing here destroying your pillar of darkness i don't you're welcome i uh so i would like reluctantly fill her in on hey that pillar of darkness went away that was because we killed the giant mushroom there are possibly thousands of people living down there who've been mind controlled for the past several weeks months or years okay i am i know you're telling the truth but go ahead and make a persuasion check i will oh i have plus 10 on that i forgot (laughs) and i only got a 13 (laughs) well the tone in which you said it was was probably a little off-putting um every everything lydia says is a little off-putting okay uh you know well (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> what does Juliana rolling a one mean? I don't know. I'm actually, I actually just like looked at the ceiling in my room and I'm like, ah. Uh. I think, I think she falls back in love with you. <laughs> well, I'm yes, very lovable. Uh, 
uh, Juliana, I will, I mean, I understand you have to do what you have to do. However, um, Stella just wants to be reunited with his brother, and he has no business with us. You're so sweet. Very well. well she let's, up a lot of other things. Um, I'm at least going to fix this one. <laughs> she actually looks up at the airship, which is still up in the air, um, and it's sort of hovering there, uh, sort of swaying a little bit, like a, like as if it was on the water. And she says, "I don't know how we're going to get the camel up there." <laughs> huh. Um, just a moment. And she uh, grabs the rope she had and actually shimmies back up the rope um, very easily. And after a minute, a um, a rope ladder gets thrown down and the ship descends a little bit further. So, so it comes into range of where you guys could climb up. And um, then... From other ropes, jump down a trio of gnomes that hurry over to Stella and start casting some kind of magic around the camel. Uh, and after a moment, you see that the camel begins to levitate up off the ground. And as the gnomes work their way to climb back up the ropes, the camel sort of like ascends with them until they can get it over the side of the ship and onto the deck. While they're doing that, uh, Kishori's going to look over to Lydia. Mm-hmm. And uh, is this X number two that we've run into? <laughs> no. Is it? Yeah. I don't think so. There was a, there's the... Oh, right, 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 right. Well, we we never really dated. We just had, like, vibes. <laughs> you know? Hmm. I kind of hate her. Are you pointing to Juliana when you say that? Is there anyone else I need to be aware no, about? No, I'm not pointing okay. to Juliana. I'm talking about uh, oh, Sarah's character. I don't remember her name. I don't either. <laughs> I'm, we're so bad. We were not prepared for this. <laughs> oh, God, no. I love it. So are there are there any other exes that um, we might need to be made aware of that might pop back in your life? Listen, I've dated a lot of wonderful women who do exciting okay. things. But I don't think so. so. The answers. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> TBD, I guess. So as you, you, so you guys climb up onto the deck of the ship. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are you gonna make us do checks? I mean, I can no. carry all of you, I guess. No, I won't. <laughs> I won't do that because the the rope actually makes it easy. Uh, well, I could absolutely fly. Only <laughs> Isabella, who's going last, pauses about halfway up, and <sighs> you can hear her mumble something along the lines of, "I was not made for this." Someone should carry me. <laughs> the indignity of this moment. Um, but you guys get up on deck and you see that Juliana has gone off to um, talk to a, an elven man towards the, um, I don't know, ship stuff. So towards the steery part of the ship, um, who's also dressed in uniform, but has a has a very distinguished hat on. So you think he's probably the captain. Um, and they're mm-hmm. sort of gesturing a little bit as they're talking and you get the impression um Isabetta and Kishori watching Juliana talk and move around that um she's got some kind of clout uh and she's very forceful in how she talks to this other person 
Um, but you said she has clout. Clout. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you cut out while you oh. at, like halfway through, so I just wanted to. Sorry. Yeah, she has um, some sort of some kind of clout with the captain, but he does seem to outrank her. Okay. Can I like, I don't know. Can I do an insight? Because as far as I know, she's like, I mean, she's very fancy, but she's basically a mercenary. Uh, okay. And I want to know if I can figure out, like, if she has a stable job here, like, as first mate, if she is fucking the captain, like, whatever. Ooh, natural one. You immediately uh. think they're fucking, actually. <laughs> <laughs> With that nat one, that's exactly what you think, is that they are, um, she, she's, she's wearing something official, but you almost think that's sort of like a, um, disguise. Okay. And you think she's real, really just the captain's girlfriend right now. All right. That's the fuck badge. (laughs) It's a real nice jacket. Uh, But she eventually comes back over uh, to where you guys are sort of clustered there on the deck and says, um, I would, I've discussed it with the captain and we would like it if you would consent to travel with us to the capital um, to speak to the person who has an important name. Hold on just a second. Ooh, that sounds official. To speak to the Archdruid. Uh, oh. Um, to tell them what you saw here. Um, it would be better to have a... Uh, oh my god, brain fart. Uh, first-hand experience report rather than hearsay from me. We're not, But we're not being arrested. Right? Uh, you can make an insight we, check on her. If we say no, we're being arrested. But I think it's actually a good idea. Uh, 15. Okay. Um, yeah, pretty much what Lydia just said there. <laughs> uh, she would like you to come willingly, but there's a whole lot of them and only the three and a half of you. Because you don't know if Stella has any powers. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, um, we're dropping Stella off with his brother. He's not part of this deal, right? Yes. Or picking up Pocky, either way. And his or camels. Pocky up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pocky does have a lot of camels. We'll need to make sure he understands what he's going, uh, into with us, with his camels and his brother. <laughs> uh, Captain Otama um, will take us to your friend, and we'll see what happens from there. But it's a, it's a, it'll be several days for us to reach the capital from here. Showers, yes? <laughs> she frowns a little bit and says, the Vineneers may be able to get you a bath. Works. Um, is one of you in charge? Ooh, that's a dynamic we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're not we there are, yet. We're equal distributors to the collaborative uh, group that is us. Juliana's eyebrows just go way up. She <laughs> nods solemnly and says, very well, then all three of you can meet the captain. Please come with me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what that was for. Okay. Um, yeah, no, uh, we really haven't talked about a leader. I think it would be, um, I think that would cause a rift in our group dynamic. <laughs> sure would. <laughs> okay. I, I know. I don't know. I think that if Kishori was a leader, it would be okay. And if either of the other of us tried, it would be real bad. <laughs> it's very possible. Well, uh, I guess there's one way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, 
I feel like it would be a good idea for all of us to meet the captain. Um, yeah. But okay. Uh, yeah. So we'll go meet the captain. She leads together. you back across the deck and to where uh, the elven man in the hat is, and he's a wild elf, so he's dark skinned. He's got actually um, close cropped hair under his hat. He doesn't look old, but he's an elf, so he could be 15 or 300. You have no idea. And um, he's talking to that same trio of gnomes, and um, they're speaking in um, elven when you guys come up. Do, do any of you speak elven? Yes. He. They seem to be talking about um, a lot of technical stuff with the ship, turning it around. They're just going to go on a short trip. We have to prepare for a longer voyage once we take care of this camel problem. <laughs> but he he stops short, like mid-sentence, when you guys come up close to him. And he takes off his hat and does a, a very formal bow to all of you and says, Ah, good afternoon, ladies. Um, my first mate informs me that you are perhaps Golden Cranes. <laughs> perhaps. Uh, I uh, I bow back to him and say, well, there's no point in hiding it now. Yes, we are. I'm trying to think of a like a slick way to ask his name, but I'm just going to say uh, my name is Lydia Tamarova Barsnikov. Uh, and I hold my hand out for a handshake. He puts his hat back on his head and he reaches out and says, ah, uh, Captain Otema, at your service. Um, welcome here to the Zephyr 001. Ooh. 001. Are there more than one flying ships? This is the prototype. We are working on others now that it has become airworthy. Oh, um, and then Kishori will step forward and extend her hand in a very formal fashion and uh, introduce herself as Kishori. As exciting as it is, because I, I suddenly forgot her full name. <laughs> is it not on your character sheet? It's not on my character sheet. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, she'll, uh, oh, here it is, here it is. Uh, she'll say, uh, um, I'm Kishori uh, Karti. Pleasure. It seems um, it's unusual to see one of your people so far from home. Um, welcome to the Protectorate. And he turns expectantly um... to Isabetta. Isabetta's going <laughs> to sigh and hold out her hand kind of limply. <laughs> she's going to say, she's just going to say Isabetta. <laughs> Isabetta doesn't have a last name. No, she's like, she's one of a kind. Um... Yeah. <laughs> like Beyonce or Rihanna. Every other Isabetta is named after her. It's yes. true. She's the original. <laughs> oh. He, you say his, your name, Isabetta, and he, um, his eyebrows go up a little bit. Oh man! <laughs> and he, uh, he actually grabs your hand and and um, gives you a light peck on the knuckles and says, "A pleasure to meet you, Isabetta. I have heard mm -hmm. some things of you." And then it's not me this time. And he turns away and um, he's got a little frown on his face and um, starts talking to get an Elvish to the ship and they get um, they get underway. It's uh, actually the ship goes fast. Uh, there's some sort of magic bubble around it, though, so you're not beaten down by air pressure when it starts to move. Oh. But you can see the land sweeping away underneath you incredibly fast and within oh maybe three minutes you guys get back to where pocky and his camels were camped our gold he says um he sort of gestures to juliana who 
comes back over to you guys and she seems like she's sort of in charge of you now <laughs> and says it doesn't really seem like she is happy about that but you know a job's a job so assistant manager it sucks yeah yeah it does mm-hmm. uh she says well what um d- well, I'll, I'll let you all go down, and you can, um, I'll have the engineers get your candle down, and you can speak to the, your friend. Um, I suppose I should come with you. <sighs> Fine. Okay, let's go. And she rolls the rope back off the side of the ship. Isabetta's gonna lean over to Kishori, and she's gonna be like, do you remember why I have a bottle of goo? Because I'm looking at it, and I don't remember bottle of goo is from whenever you stole it from the pond no that's the, the bottle of night mother juice <laughs> I, I, have, I have a bottle of night mother juice and a bottle of goo the goo probably came from the mushroom no it's um, did you do a mushroom sample or did you no no I think no I did. it I think came I... from the cave wall oh. you, uh, it came mm. from the cave wall okay, okay and she's just gonna put the bottle of goo back in her back do you do you want to hand down isabetta Yes, please. Okay. Can I slide dramatically down like Juliana did? Yeah, you want to you give that a whirl? Yeah. Do it. Um, acrobatics. Or athletics. No, it's acrobatics. It's an acrobatics check. Sorry. All right. Okay. Cool. I set myself up to totally fuck up. Great. <laughs> Six. <laughs> you have never heard Isabetta laugh so hard in her life. <laughs> okay. So, uh... <laughs> Lydia goes to try to the, do the jump off maneuver and mm-hmm. um, get started okay, but you don't, there's something about the distance of the ship. You don't get clear far enough and you, you lose it about probably 10 feet off the ground. But when okay. you lose grip, grip of the rope, you find that Julian is there underneath you and she catches you and then sets you down on your feet. <laughs> okay, we're in an anime now. Great. You know, always. <laughs> can I um can I just activate my uh my celestial thing where I get my wing? Uh-huh. Oh wait, I have a ring of feather fall. I'm jumping. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think I think Shuri wanted to dramatically carry you down. I was gonna dramatically carry you down. <laughs> so you get okay. so so Kishori, you get your big beautiful golden wings out to come uh f- and you go to to turn mm-hmm. and you're like like do a, a nice gesture to Isabetta to carry her down, but she's just like Mary Poppinsing off the side of the ship and she just sort of <laughs> drifts down beneath you. <sighs> okay, I'll um, I'll uh, I'll just jump off the side and glide down. Okay, you guys all get down ground level. Um, Pocky's come out from a little tent he's set up. You guys have only been gone from him for about two days, I think, two or three right. days. And um, you can see that inside his tent are all of the giant bags of treasure. And all of the camels are in a little circle around it. Um, and they're giving off a very protective vibe. The uh, As you guys come up closer to him, um, behind you, the gnomes are levitating Stella back down. Great. And he comes uh, up to Lydia first and says, Oh, my lady, I'm so glad you're okay. I felt the energy pass through, and I was worried that you guys had blown yourselves up. But I see that you're fine. Oh, my God, it's amazing. That is a valid concern. Yeah, we're, we're fine. Um, 
there is an entire city of people who aren't, and we really want you to check in on your brother, who I point. <gasps> also, you, you and never he just, told he, us. He doesn't he never even told us. <laughs> like listen to you talk anymore. He, like he yeah. sees Stella coming down, and he runs past you guys, and um, uh. and is like sort of bouncing from foot to foot as Stella's coming down <laughs> to levitate. <laughs> and then um, when he never it, told us when it lands, uh, Stella. Uh, Pocky jumps up and grabs Stella on the neck, and the camel is like, "Oh, Pocky, man, it's so good to see you." <laughs> wow, I forgot how much I loved you, man. Um, little brother, it's been so long, and you don't know if Stella's saying "little brother" because Pocky's a gnome, or if he's, he's saying "little brother" because Pocky's the younger brother. Well, he did say "the young man" earlier, so I've made my assumptions. <laughs> And uh, then Stella comes over with Pocky uh, and comes up and actually, like, uh, nuzzles each of the camels in turn. And uh, they all are making weird sort of happy bleak (laughs) sounds back at him. And uh, Pocky runs back over and throws his arms around Lydia's legs and says, Oh, my, I'm so (laughs) grateful that you found him and that he's okay. (sighs) I've missed my brother so much. Okay, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I've kept your things safe for you. Um, they're ready for you to take. I assume you're going to teleport out of here, um, and my, my, we're going to continue on our journeys, but I, you know, what? Um, whatever you need to do. I'm ready to we're, help. We're actually leaving on that airship, probably, uh, because otherwise we would be wanted criminals. And I give him, like, a thumbs up. (laughs) He's like, I've been there. (laughs) He's like, I've been there. Yep. (laughs) He looks over at Juliana, actually, and says, I thought you weren't going to bring that thing back this far north. And she sort of, like, just does this little shruggy gesture and says, there was trouble. I didn't... No promises from me. (laughs) Um, They know each other? Seems like they do. All right. Weird. He says, okay, well, let's get all your things back out here. And he starts pulling out all of the the big uh, bags of gold and other Uh, treasure. Pocky, did you pull out your share of the gold? He actually looks like, uh, no, no, I don't need any of that. I don't remember what we did. I wrote it down. I think we already already put it in my inventory. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we already (laughs) split up the gold. I think we might have given him like a small magic item because it's all he would take. Oh, he wanted, there was a bard instrument that he took. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's right. That was a hot minute ago. Yeah, I already have the gold in my inventory and I'm like way over capacity, <laughs> but I didn't care because I wasn't carrying it. Um, so it's already split up. Julian, that was just more of our purpose. Sure. Um, he's got his, he's got the, the, I think it was a sitar there. No, it's a cittern um, and a pride of place in his camp. Um under the tent and uh juliana turns back and whistles up like does that really shrill whistle and um the gnomes jump down again and they they're they're getting a little exasperated looking <laughs> um they come over and they um look at your pile of stuff and it's it's uh two girls and a, and a guy but sometimes you can't tell with gnomes they just all have big crazy hair and um they'll look like they're a million most of the time and they talk to this talk to each other for a second and then they between the three of them and uh both lydia and isabetta you kind of you almost feel like they're working like a hag coven where they're, uh-huh. they're 
doing all their magic together. Cool. Hmm. And um, in the circle between the three of them, uh, a glowing disc appears. And then hmm. they they gesture from your bags of treasure to the disc, uh, but they don't say anything. I'll start carrying some of that stuff over. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go say bye to my camel. Okay. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> contributing. <laughs> Zero surprise. Yeah. So you guys get all the, the gold onto the Tensor's floating disc, and they pull it up to put it on top of the deck of the ship for you. Then uh, Juliana bows a little bit to Pocky, and then turns and strides back to the ship and starts climbing back up on board. What do you say to your camel? Kishori. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, uh, you can go. Uh, Kishori's just going to um, pat Pocky on the shoulder. Um, thank you, Pocky, for your safe and incredibly dependable camel train. It's been a pleasure working with you. I hope we never meet again, he says in a big, with a big weird smile on his face, but <laughs> not like in a bad way, just like I hope you guys don't have to come back out here because this is bad. So uh, good luck with all that. <laughs> I give him I give him a big hug and I'm like, you're a weird little guy. Uh, thank you for helping us. You're very welcome. <laughs> and then I want to go to uh, climb back. Oh, no. Do I still have my wings? Yeah, you That's can fly back up. Oh, oh. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'll fly back up. I hold out my hand and say, hold on. Uh, this is our chance to escape if we want to. Do we want to? They have our gold. Sorry, uh, that's we... Sarah. That's not Kishori. <laughs> well, okay, they no, have I our mean, gold. <laughs> Lydia is is deeply rich already. She doesn't need it, so she's not even thinking of that. But if you guys want your gold, <laughs> they have our gold. Uh, I'll ask her. Like, do you have a plan? I, I mean, Isabetta can cast a teleportation circle back home and... in like ten minutes. <laughs> Oh, does it take oh, that much time? Even I if think it's... so. Yeah. Okay. It, Never yeah, mind the, then. That particular ritual does take a long time uh, because it is. Let's look at it. It's only fifth level, so let's look at teleportation circle. I'm touching your stuff, Libby. You closed it and then you opened it. You had syna- it was open. You had I was nice. Like, I opened it for you. <laughs> yeah, it takes a minute. Uh, casting time: ten minutes. Mm. Wait, for teleportation circle, this says one minute. Oh, no. I'm looking at the compendium stuff. Oh, when I when I put it in, it says ten minutes. Um, Let's go to the player's handbook. Sorry for the flipping sounds. I apologize profusely. Casting time, one minute. According- All right, I, might, I must put it in the wrong. I mean, it does sound like they just want to like, hear about what happened, and then they're going to let us go. Yeah, it's not a big deal, but it is a foreign government. Yeah, but we don't want to have issues with said foreign government in the future. I guess so. Okay, so we have to come back. Yeah. It's up to you guys. If they've got, they've they're carting all the money up, and uh, Juliana's turned away and she's she's climbing up the ladder there. Um, now is the. I also don't want to put Pocky and Stella at risk too. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to check in. We can climb. Oh up. yeah, no, I'm that's fair. That. That's that's fair. Uh, if if these two weren't here. Oh, you know what? I bet we'll get some alone time if we're really concerned about it. I can always cast a teleportation circle on the ship, probably, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, but somebody could follow us that way. Oh, that's true. Uh, Because it stays open for a while. Well, it just stays open for a round, but that's enough. Then they're on our ground. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) That's our people. Uh, Let's just, for the time being, let's go, and then we'll see where we're at and then make that decision if we need to break out okay sooner or not okay uh i look at isabetta for a second like i'm thinking about offering to give her a hand up and then i climb without (laughs) without offering isabetta's gonna huff and as she walks by pocky she just kind of pats his head (laughs) 
that's her little goodbye, and then she's gonna start climbing and muttering about how rude and how dare she. How dare? <laughs> well, I offered you a ride down. I'm just gonna assume that you didn't want to ride back up. Mm. So, uh... ring of feather okay. fall doesn't work both ways. It I'm does not. Gonna... You cannot no, no, I... fall back up. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, then um, you guys all get back on the ship and. Um, who then says quarters are tight here. You'll have to sleep um, with us below decks uh, in the um, crew hold. There's extra hammocks there, though, so it should be fine. We're looking at about a five-day trip back to the capital from here. Okay. And uh, even as she's showing you down to the crew quarters, um, and they're... No one really seems to even, like, be caring about this giant stash of gold you guys are carrying around. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's a thing. They're, it happens. There's adventurers everywhere. Adventurers, yeah. <laughs> um, We're so going to get taxed, though. Potentially, yeah. Ven- <laughs> Venice likes its money. Um, True. And you guys get down to the crew quarters, and you can feel the ship start to take off and pick up speed. So you've got five days here. Do you have anything you want to do or talk about? Um, it's a little difficult to get time with just the three of you alone, but you can manufacture that if you want to. Okay. I think the first day, Kishore is just going to freaking sleep. She she spent on everything. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, are they going to let us do magic? Yeah. Like if, if okay. So um, I'm certain at one point, uh, we would ask Isabetta, who has sending, right? Isabetta has sending, mm-hmm. uh, to send some. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Oh my god, the Duke. I forgot our leader's name. Yeah, the Duke. Rundar. Um, Rundar. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Rundar. A uh, an update, or uh, Aminet, uh, an update about what's gone down. Okay. Yeah. Just report in and let him know that we've been uh, intercepted by this group with the uh, flying ship. It's really cool, by the way. Um, <laughs> it is heckin' cool. And, yeah. And the uh, dark pillar is gone. Yeah, I'll say that to him. Does he say anything back? You want to report to the Duke or you want to talk to Aminet? Ooh, good question. Who sent us again? Uh, you, technically, you guys work for Aminet, who's the head of the society. Um, but Duke is like everybody's favorite uncle. Yeah. Yeah. It would make sense. Okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) so you basically just say all of that. You add anything else there? Uh, your own personal is a bit of touch. I'm just going to say they suck. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, after a moment, uh, you hear a sort of like sleepy, little bit coffee sound he said well girls girls okay um that's fine they're allies sort of you should be fine um i probably can't rescue you if you get into trouble though so be careful uh oh i could isabetta hey there's (laughs) uh something waiting for you when you get back Ooh. Ooh. Uh-oh. Uh, but good luck. I, I look forward to your full report. Instantly, I'm going to burn another spell slot. I knew like, you were going to do that. 
<laughs> it's a it's a, a person, I think. Oh. Oh. I'm gonna burn another spell slot and I'm gonna be like, I just spent three spell slots. You gotta be more specific than that. Ah, it's so hard to explain. You'll see when you get back. Oh, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) There go all my level three spell slots. That's okay. That's just one day. You take a rest, you can get some of that back. It's fine. So, um, anything else you guys wanna do or talk about? Uh, I would also like to communicate with Chandra. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, let them know also kind of what's gone down. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Make a religion check for me. <laughs> that's a tool. Oh, that's good. Okay. Um, she appears to you um, a little bit, uh, almost like like watery to you and you don't know if that's because it's something with the protection protections around the ship um but she looks sort of faded or like you're looking at her through a, a moving pool of water and um she actually goes to hug you immediately and says i'm so oh. glad you got out of there it was a terrible place um it was i there's some chatter amongst the Celestials about what's happened. Um, But I don't think the danger is done yet. So be wary. Walk in the light. Um, I don't think... I don't think he's dead. You're... I think... I think there's... (sighs) I think there's a way that all these mushrooms are connected. Um, I I don't think he's dead. He may not be. Are you prepared for that? No. Perhaps look inwards and see if you can calm yourself at the thought of that. Spend some time okay. in reflection. Okay. And then, um, I don't, we can't like physically touch though, right? Like, Not really. It, she's a, she's a spirit. Yeah. Well, I'll, um, I'll reach out for a hug, but I, I don't, you know, it's kind of. And she does, she does go to heavy back, but it's, it's. It feels like a breeze across your skin at best. Okay. Well, then with that, I will uh, spend that reflection time uh, seeing if I can help somewhere on the crew on the ship. I don't know what to do. Okay. <laughs> so I'll just go make myself useful somewhere. Sure. Uh, what are your proficiencies? Anything good? Mm, land vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. Guess what? We're not on one of those. Um, I mean, I'm strong. I guess it could like move stuff. There isn't a whole lot that needs to be done, but s- some of the sailors do start to show you how to maneuver the the big air sails, and um, you get you catch one of the gnomes, and they start talking to you about the magic behind it all. Totally mm-hmm. goes over your head, but. Um, you can out of politeness i stay engaged in that conversation you can um talk to and uh hang around with the crew for the trip as long as you want to okay and try to make yourself useful uh, that's what kashori will do she doesn't want to sit idle okay <laughs> then uh lastly lydia 
well, I also want to talk to the gnomes about the ship. Sure. I want to avoid Juliana as much as possible. Cool. Um, and at some point, I would like to go to Kishori and just say, like, hey, do you think that the captain has dirt on Isabetta that we could get out of him? Uh, None of your business. I don't. You're not fucking there. <laughs> None of your business. <laughs> the ghost of Isabetta um, appears. If you... It, I... Uh, that interaction was a little offsetting. Um, I feel like he might be reluctant or might trade a favor for a favor if you want to pursue that. Ooh, a favor. No, that seems like a bad idea. I guess mm-hmm. if the Duke hasn't told us, then this asshole won't either. Or the Duke doesn't know. He acts like he knows something that we don't know. I mean, everybody acts like they know something that we don't know. <laughs> I guess that's true also. Okay, I just, I want to know more. I won't stop you from pursuing that knowledge. I'm just not the good one to do it. I thought you'd be more on board. Okay, I'll hold on to it for now. (laughs) (laughs) It is a surprising turn of events from Kishori. Nah, let her keep her secret. (laughs) No, no, it's just like Kishori Kishori tries to not pry, and this is her actually practicing self-restraint. Yeah, but like, uh, we just learned she's evil. We'll let her keep that secret. It's fine. Oh, shit. That's right. No, bitch. Go talk to him. Okay. Well, at this point, you guys, um, we need to wrap up this episode. So you guys can decide (laughs) next time what you're going to plot because um, you have a couple more days until you get to the capital. None of your business. And on that note, let's go ahead and stop recording. Thank you for listening to Roll Like a Girl. To get in touch with us, the best place is on Twitter at Roll Like a Girl or by joining our Discord server. If you enjoy our show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Or if you want to support us but can't swing a monthly payment, which is understandable, we have a merch store. Links for everything I just mentioned are in the show notes. We hope to see you again next week for more shenanigans.